You're listening to The Patchwork Girl and Friends. I'm Kendra, and I love having interesting conversations with my friends about art, media, life, the universe, and everything. And that is what this podcast is all about. I am so honored today because I have my beautiful, talented friend, Rachel, (laughs) here to talk about her art. I'm beautiful and talented. Wow. (laughs) Yes. And more. (laughs) And more. All the things. I will love you everything. (laughs) And I do. I just want to talk about your art. You have been an artist as long as I have known you. And I've seen. It's been a long time. And it's some really good stuff. Oh, thank you. And let's let's just talk about it. Yeah. You have diff- several unique and different styles. Mm-hmm. And I feel like each one is a different part of you. Yeah. Um, so uh, my life in comics. Definitely. <laughs> and your dark soul art. Oh, I love that stuff. And also you do realistic animal drawings mm-hmm. and landscapes. Yeah. How did you discover and kind of develop these different expressions? Well, uh, granted, it's it's a long span of time <laughs> that has been kind of in between each, um, I guess, style, you want to say? Because, like, I started doing a lot of my art as realism. And I actually was very snobbish at the very beginning of my art career, where all I did was realism. And I never would have thought about doing anything comic-y. Like, even if it was just not quite realistic I would just be like how dare you I wasn't a pure realistic artist and then I grew up and I got over it <laughs> like my pride got pushed down a little bit and uh but then I got like introduced to like comics and stories that you can tell with art like so like sequential art and I lowered my expectations <laughs> but like I can still do realistic art but it's it's kind of one of those things where I don't do it as much now just because that was a past passion. Whereas like right now my passion is like with my life in comics or with my dark art, like those are the things that I'm going through right now. So I'm a little bit more in with those styles right now. Do you have like different moods where like you want to do this one day or another? Yes. Yeah. Like um, it's one of those things where sadly I'm a very emotional artist. (laughs) So like if I'm, uh, upset and angry about something I'll like draw like a random creature killing the night or something like that uh but it's it's one of those things because I'm feeling that emotion that's kind of the artwork that comes out so it's it's how I feel is kind of what comes onto the page it shows and it's beautiful I I think there is so much emotion in your art yeah especially I think my my dark art stuff because it is one of those things where I'm like learning a little bit more about myself, uh, about like my own personal mental health and everything, but it's, it's not always happy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not when you're, you're getting better, um, mentally and emotionally and all that stuff. It's not all hearts and flowers. So it's like, I'm not going to be drawing little flower right. fields and like cute little animals. <laughs> yeah. Like I I'm going to be drawing those harder subjects because that's what I'm digging up and dealing with. So uh, I, I like how I'm able to express myself in my darker art, but it is one of those things where I keep going like, um, if you like my family friendly stuff, don't look, (laughs) this is not for you. (laughs) I think it's so, 
beautiful that you have these different styles because I feel like people are complex and there's kind of a light side and a dark side. And I love that you have my life in comics, which is very much like a goofy comic yeah. strip you would see well, in front of It's almost stick but... figure-ish too. Like it's it's very right. simple. And then the the dark soul art and some of your more emotional work is just so detailed and, and also I think it expresses things words can't. Yeah. I I love that is sometimes I'll just look at it and go, yeah, that whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, it's almost like um, you know, the whole picture's worth a thousand words. Well, I drew that picture. <laughs> and there's a yes. thousand words in that drawing. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But you can't just like up and explain it all. It, it's something that you just have to feel. Now you went to art school, correct? Um kind of. I went to a community college. I was taking art classes in school. Um, but it's not like I went to an official art school. But it was still some formal classes. Yes. And, stuff. Uh, and I definitely enjoyed them. Um, I, I just, I never finished my degree and <laughs> I, I only took the few classes. So it was very, very small amount of art based on schooling, basically. So then I, I just want to know where, where did you learn some of the best? Uh, when, well, I'm sorry. Let me yeah, think about like, how so to like, phrase um, the question. Almost like who inspired me to come up with the style that I have or. Yeah. How did, who helped you along okay. the way? What were the lessons you learned to get to where you are okay. now? Definitely when I had my first uh, college class, it was a drawing class. The teacher just kind of let me do my own thing because it was like I was drawing all these realistic pictures like she was asking. So we were like uh, drawing off of like still lifes in front of us and everything. And to me, I felt mm. a little frustrated because I was like, I'm paying for this class so I can grow and learn. But she was just like, oh, you know what you're doing and left me alone. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh- I'm still paying for the class. Can I learn something? Like, even if it is a higher level, can I learn something? So that kind of made me a little frustrated. But then um, Mm -hmm. I loved my graphic novel class. Uh, My teacher was so inspiring. He and he knew that like, hey, I do have an idea. I have all these comic ideas and I have a goal and I have a talent. So he would kind of go, oh, you don't want to draw this. How about you draw this? And it would like really push my boundaries. And like, Mm -hmm. it was somewhat stressful, but at the same time, like I did it, I completed it. And I was able to prove to myself like, Hey, this really complicated piece, I was able to like whip up in four days. (laughs) It was really inspiring though, because he knew that that's what I needed. I needed a little bit of a push and like, Hey, go do this thing because you can, you just don't think you can. (laughs) So yeah, like yeah, that- it depends on the teacher. Like, and I think some some teachers were really great. <laughs> yeah, because you you did so much work on your yeah. own. Um, that's what I was curious about. Is I, I think we get comfortable within our own limits. Yeah, and then you you crave you you crave like that difficulty oh my gosh, of yes. like, come on, <laughs> yes. bring it on. <laughs> Any and, challenge, and so it sounds like <laughs> yes. So it sounds like your your graphic novel class did that. Yeah. Um, well, and it, is there anything else that pushed uh, you? Well, I mean, like my friends, because sometimes like um, we have our mutual friend, Diana, um, she would like realize that I wasn't getting any criticism. And like, I was only getting a mm. lot of people who were like, wow, that's so cool. Wow, that's so good. But they never like told me hey, you made a mistake here or hey, that doesn't look proportionally correct. And like, 
she was one of the only people who was doing that and like actually pointing out like that hand is wrong like and i was just kind of going what the, you uh, what i'm like i did something <laughs> wrong but it was enough to be like nope nope i gotta fix it it's, it's gotta be perfect <laughs> and like i need people to see that like uh, that's one thing that i i actually want is people to actually see oh there is something wrong so i can go back and fix it because i don't want it to be oh yeah it's good it's good without any like actual criticism behind it because then otherwise i mean you yes. don't grow that way you just kind of stay stagnant well she was the one who pointed out that like there were flaws and that was helping me to actually push myself forward because I was getting that negative feedback, N not negative. Don't do that mm -hmm. to your artist friends. Be nice to your artist <laughs> friends, please. <laughs> but yes, constructive. Like telling us like, hey, maybe you need to work on your hands because your hands are never proportionate with your faces. That's stuff that we want to know. That's stuff that like helps us improve because now we know, oh, you're right. I don't draw hands well and I need to work on this. So then my next piece will be even better. Well, and it's also helpful to be very specific. Yeah. Because you, you can't just say, oh, it doesn't look yeah, good. Like, like, what, what does that what mean? Good? The color, the shape, like what? what? <laughs> I can see Diana being really good for you in that. Yeah. Because she is a trustworthy person mm -hmm. and she has good taste well, and she, you have yeah. a relationship. Well, she's also understanding that like there is a level that you can't cross when you are giving criticism where it's now too harsh. And she knows for mm -hmm. each individual, like I can say this much without hurting their feelings but still pushing them to go forward rather than like just going overboard with it <laughs> like she has a good gauge on that so then i want to know what have your artist goals been well i do gotta admit they've changed <laughs> when i was doing realistic artwork i thought i was going to be a artist hanging up pictures in galleries and they were all going to be so realistic and I'd wow people with how good I can draw like eyes and wolves and trees and all that stuff but then once I fell in love with comics that was my new goal was like I wanted to be a comic book author comic book artist I wanted to draw my stories out and share those with the world but um that kind of also weighed heavy on like now I need to be making comic content and possibly plugging into comic cons. And now with a, you know, mm. COVID still being a thing, <laughs> it's probably going to be a thing for a yeah. while. It's one of those things where like there's comic cons that are being canceled right and left. And so I'm having to kind of reassess. I still want to be a comic book author and artist, but I can't necessarily rely on comic cons as being a major part of that plan. So I have to kind of change things a little bit. Recently, with my more dark soul art stuff, I want to be a raw artist. <laughs> like, I like having that, like you were saying earlier, like that emotion involved with it and being open about like, look, this is something that someone is going through and it hurts and it sucks. And yet mm -hmm. you feel so strongly a connection to that because guess what? You went through that same thing. And it's something that either inspires you to get creative yourself it inspires you to deal with that issue that you're going through. Like to me, that feels like more of a substantial goal, but that's something that's very recent. So it's something that's not necessarily like, Oh, I've been stewing in this for a couple of years, like my comics. It's more of a newer goal. And I'm kind of like, okay, this, this I feel like is a one that I can hold on to for a while and push forward with, but it's again, 
things change. And so I'm hoping to keep with my comics and I'm hoping to keep with my dark art, but it all depends on what happens in the future. I like that you're being yeah. flexible. <laughs> I yeah. I feel like it, to be a creative person is to be oh, flexible, yeah. but we kind of put ourselves in boxes. That's that's why I admire you is a lot of artists are like, well, I don't draw, you know, I draw dark things. I don't draw light and fluffy things. Yeah, or they, I draw light and fluffy things. Yeah, I don't they, draw they dark. do. And you well, do yeah, no, <laughs> I'll be very, very like, oh, here's comical cutesy. And then all of a sudden like bloody. <laughs> You're just like, what on earth? <laughs> but no, like I, I actually think that that's, a good mark of like, I'm not wanting to diss anyone else who's an artist who has found their niche in that one thing, but there's only so far you can go in that. Like you're kind of limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. If you stick to one subject or one thing, like, yes, you'll get really good at it and you'll like be an amazing artist in that one thing. But to me, that's just a little bland. I want to be good at all the things I want to have my hand in all the pies. (laughs) Let me do everything. (laughs) So what are your like current goals okay. for art? Um, well, you've mentioned my life in comics. <laughs> that is kind of an ongoing uh, project. I'm wanting that to kind of turn into a thing where like people just start sharing like a single comic that speaks to them. Like to me, I feel like, oh, that's a success. Mm. This comic got shared like three times, like five times. Like, cause then it's showing that I'm actually making a content that's striking a chord with people and so it's like I actually am making an influence in their life because they shared it with their friends and they shared it with their family and they laughed about it and it made them smile like my life in comics is definitely a goal that I'm like it's there to make people's day a little brighter and I I really want that to kind of like take off so that's kind of like hey, we're bringing it new light in this 2021 year. We're like, we're going to keep it strong in the next years to come. And I just want it to be like this nice little like, oh, hey, it got updated and I, I want to read it. And here, let me share it with you and just like, enjoy it. I definitely enjoy <laughs> I know you do. You're like it one of my biggest fans. A major- <laughs> <laughs> I am. Well, and it's, I yes. am a committed <laughs> fan because um, I usually find it mm-hmm. through Facebook and then even the website that you yeah. posted on is actually um, blocked uh, where oh, no. I used to live in China. <laughs> That's not helpful. So, <laughs> so I would need, I need to use a VPN mm. and my VPN is not super great. So it like takes me a while to get on and, and like every week I would like wait every week. Oh. Be like, okay, I have a couple minutes. We're gonna yeah, boot up the old VPN so I can look at my life in comics. And that was like every week of like I don't know Saturday morning cartoons or something of like, yeah, I get a whole week. (laughs) That's so cute. It's so sad you had to work so hard for it. It, It's good. It's it's better that I not have easy access to social media. (laughs) Actually, say that. Because it is something where eventually I will be like having my own website that's like all my comics will be on a website that I created. Well, technically Diana created it for me. <laughs> She's the wizard behind <laughs> it. And but it's not live yet. But like that would be something that's like down the road would make it easier for people in other countries to read because I'm not like relying on a different website to host it I would be the one responsible for it right so it's good to know that there was that issue yes because then I'll, I'll just put that project on a, a faster track to get going <laughs> yeah yay that would make <laughs> me very happy <laughs> for you. so this is the part of the show where 
um, I usually ask you if you have a random quote, but you said you have something slightly different for us today. Rachel, Um, what do you have? have more a mindset. I think it's one of those things that's important to everybody is to not limit themselves with the normal day-to-day to go and have adventures. Um, a lot of times you'll find, if you read a lot of my little quotes on my websites, if you watch any of my YouTube videos, I tend to sign off by saying, like, I'll see you guys next week for another art adventure. Even just a small dip into creativity is an adventure. Going on a hike is an adventure. Like, doing something that you wouldn't normally do is considered an adventure. And I feel like that that's a mindset that, like people don't realize is actually really healthy. When you go on that adventure, you're living life to the fullest. And I just want you to inspire people to not let that pass you by, take that adventure and like just embrace life. So that's kind of like more what I want to inspire you to have is think about having that mindset, have that adventure, have that art adventure, have that hiking adventure, just have adventures. Oh, that is a message I can really get behind. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) I do have a question for you um, because like you're, you're very much a fan of my life in comics and it's just kind of like a little blurb comic type thing. But I know that um, you also really like doing things like Inktober, that, that drawing uh, challenge every month Mm -hmm. of October where you draw one drawing every day. And that's something that you actually do. You partake in doing this challenge. Do you think that that's something that's kind of inspired you to do more art yourself? Yes, it is. I think for me, having um, the challenge did Mm. something. I struggle with feeling inspired. Uh, Mm. I I have read various books about creativity and I have come to acknowledge that waiting until you feel like doing something (laughs) is not a good idea because you'll just never do it. Mm -hmm. But the Inktober challenge racks it up and pushes me to really do it. And I got to tell you, I love Inktober. Like I get more (laughs) excited about Inktober than I do about Christmas. Like it's it's fun, isn't it? Like, yeah. So fun. Awesome. Like, I do love seeing, like, all my friends getting, like, inspired to do these, like, art projects themselves. Even if it was something where they were like, well, I'm not that kind of an artist. I'm still like, no, draw. It's great. It's fun. It's good for you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like, it makes me happy seeing, like, you guys on these art challenges as well. Like, to me, I see it as like, oh, this is something I have to do because I'm trying to be a professional artist. But you guys are like having a lot of fun <laughs> with it. So it's like, yay, art, all the art. Is it is the... really fun. But then then I go and see yours and it's like, wow. Nah, 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 don't... Totally outclassed here. <laughs> don't compare with other artists. No, no. <laughs> but honestly, that is part part mm-hmm. of what I love about Inktober is not only the doing it and like everyone goes, yeah, you yeah. did it. I get to see really good stuff because yeah. I happen to be friends with some really <laughs> good artists like well, present and, company. Well, thank you. But it's also sometimes inspiring to for you to keep going like because then you can like see what someone else drew for like I don't know um the prompt bird and then like that inspires you for the next day to like for the prompt like uh sale you might end up drawing something that you kind of saw in an image that someone else had drawn but you were inspired to like make your own rendition of it because it's all like right there and it's all happening right and like the few days at a time 
And I I think that's good having like, oh, I'm being creative, but I'm also being inspired. And yet I have to be creative again and then be inspired again. And it just kind of like this, it's this wheel that just starts spinning. (laughs) It is. And and it feels like a community thing. Suddenly I'm not just doing this thing. I'm doing it with all my friends, Mm -hmm. even though we're drawing separately sometimes continents away. But it's like, I know tomorrow I can look and see what you've done mm-hmm. and compare it to mine and be like, you know, what, especially yeah. if you're doing the prompts of like, what did you do different? How did you yeah. do that? Like, why, well, how did you say this is what um, dream was, you know, like eh, yes. that type of thing. Well, and it's also interesting because it is a challenge. If you were doing it by yourself, like it wasn't this worldwide thing and other people were doing it too. Do you feel like you would be a, still inspired to do the challenge if it was just you possibly um part of what motivates me is that is pretty much the only time I consistently get on social media (laughs) and and it's because I like looking at my artist friends pictures Mm -hmm. and also I I get a happiness hit for every like I get and yep and I realized that this could be like an addiction and a problem Mm. so I limit it to Inktober every week I upload my photos and then I can see what people you know oh great job Kendra blah 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 yeah and and then but it's limit yes a little fix but it it, it's contained so that Mm. my whole life is not dictated by trying to get like uh likes on facebook because it it could that could happen well (laughs) that is a very real thing that you have to kind of keep a check on whether it is something you're trying to do professionally or just as a normal person like you can post a a selfie and be like who's liking my selfie like yes. <laughs> so it's yes it's a very real real issue so props to you for showing restraint <laughs> like i say it's, it's trying to keep the monster contained yeah. <laughs> now i want to know mm-hmm. you know we've talked about this challenge and how it keeps me motivated yeah what motivates you? You are very prolific in your art. And that's something mm. I admire. <laughs> I know you work hard at that. What do you do to to do it? Well, you know, yeah, just, just sit like, down and do it. Going type thing. <laughs> like the first couple of years that I took part in Inktober, I was very just kind of like, eh, I'm going to draw today. Like, oh, I, I need to draw another day. But as I've now have done it for like, that's been, I think, six or seven years I can now see how I was acting in those first years and how I've been in the last couple. And there is this obvious growth. Like Mm. my inking ability is when I first started, like the lines are shaky because I'm not confident in like using a pen or, or like laying down an ink stroke. And like, you could just see that confidence is there in like my more recent years because I know how to handle inks now. So to me, I'm not like challenging myself against other people. I'm challenging myself against my last year. Like how Mm -hmm. good can I get? Or like sometimes I'll put like a parameter on it. So like there was a year that all I did was uh, people. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't Mm -hmm. matter what the um, prompt was. I had to draw a person. And I did that because I was so used to drawing animals and like landscapes, but if I have to draw comics, I need to be good at drawing people. And I barely had scratched the surface on drawing people. So that was like really challenging for me to go, wow, now I need to draw them for 31 days. <laughs> yes. But it helped me figure out like, oh, well, this is what I like about drawing people. And this is my problem areas. So then the next year I was like, well, I need to draw people, but I need to fill the page 
because then I was, I kept drawing people and drawing a subject, but then it was just like floating on the piece of paper. It wasn't a full picture. So mm-hmm. then I was like, well, now mm-hmm. I'm getting good at drawing people. I just need to actually go to the edges of the paper and give it a background, give it a little bit more life to the image. And then this last year, it was like, it has to be fully colored and fully like it, it can't be just a person to the page edges like it had to be like a full complete picture you realize there's hours of the day that I spent on these images yes I I was just about to ask you during some of the years I was going to school and commuting mm-hmm. and doing stuff and so it's like okay I have an hour we're doing this yeah but how do you manage your time and like a, how long would you like to spend making a picture? Mm. And B, how long do some of those pictures actually take? Well, some of them, it depends, again, on style. And the style kind of depends on the emotion I'm trying to get across with the image. So sometimes it doesn't take very long. It, it could take like an hour or maybe two, but you still have this full image and it's a complete picture. And that's all it needs to be. It doesn't need to have like eight hours, but th- uh, there are days that I would draw for almost 10 hours because it needed to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so much pressure I put on myself, but I think most of the time I just wasn't looking at time as an issue. Mm. So it wasn't like, mm. oh, and I am going to time myself. And even if it was like how you said, oh, I have an hour, so I'm going to draw on this hour. I would draw as much as I could in that hour. But then I would, if it's not done, I'd still go back to it later that day and finish it. Like I'd be up sometimes till midnight or one o'clock, just laying in bed, finishing a drawing because this is a drawing I have to do today. And like, it was just kind of like a little bit of a pressure that I put on myself to be like, no, it has to be perfect. But time never is an issue. To me, it's like if the picture is done, then it's done. But if it's not done, then you need mm. to spend more time on it. So the picture dictates yes. how much yes. time is spent. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be able to just like, eh, only 40 minutes and then you're good. But <laughs> I want a complete image. So like uh, the image has to be the one to tell me when it's complete or not. <laughs> I can, I can respect that. I, I do respect that a lot. <laughs> Sometimes there are some days I'm just like, you can just be done. <laughs> just like, get mad at the picture. Cause I'm like, I'm done drawing on you. Okay. Just, just you're good. <laughs> I remember uh, one of, I think it was my first Inktober busy day. I was working and then I got home and it's like, oh great. I have to do something. Mm-hmm. And I, I did cop out. <laughs> by drawing a polar bear blinking in a snowstorm <laughs> and I I drew a nose yes. and like the outline of ears and that was yep. it and it was like that's all I want to do today <laughs> I think everyone's so... done that like they might not want to admit that but everyone at some point in the challenge has done like a tiny little stick figure or two lines and said this is what it is good night <laughs> So don't feel ashamed. No, it's it's like, well, it is yeah. what it is. I think just even if you do just do a stick figure, yeah. you've done something. Yeah. And that means something. Like it adds mm-hmm. up. Well, and then you do have to also, though, like, yes, this is a challenge. And yes, it's something that you do want to complete. But you have to be easy on yourself if life does get in the way. Yes. Yes, life does. it does. Because <laughs> I, I remember there was a year it was so hectic. We were so exhausted and like, I only got to like day 25 and like, if I was younger, Mm. I would have like hurt myself because I'm like, how dare I not finish? But I was so tired and like, it was such a stressful time that I was like, you know what? 
I don't care. This year was only 25 days and I'm okay with that. And like, you have to allow yourself a little bit of grace if life is getting in the way. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a balance. Yes. There's, and it teaches you different <laughs> yes, things. Yes, it does. <laughs> like, because you are so driven, mm. maybe it's, it's a, a, a lesson to stop and be like, no, this is enough. Yeah. And for me, who's like always putting things off, it's like, no, <laughs> you, you are staying up late tonight to finish this thing. <laughs> but we all have those different lessons and we, we will both grow from them. <laughs> We do. I want to know mm-hmm. about life in comics. How did that come about? And um, I guess for the, the audience, we should talk a little yeah. bit. My life is comics is basically your life yes. <laughs> and comics. Yes. And the two main characters are you mm-hmm. and a personification of your yes. life. Kind of like and if if life was a person and like constantly poking you in the middle of the back whenever like an issue would come up like that's basically the the relationship of me and this life character it's so good and it's so beautiful and it makes me laugh Aww. and there's like times where i read it and i it my heart hurts and yeah. it's like yes that's true and that is a a hard thing or a yeah. sad thing or I feel like you just capture life so well Aww. in my life in well, comics. Thank you. That makes me happy. <laughs> well, well, let me start with how it started because that was definitely a time in my life where like I had decided I wanted to do comics, but my comics were going to be so detailed and so perfect that like it was going to like floor you. And I had several friends go, are you even sure you can make comics? Like, can you keep up with updating them and posting them and coloring them and uh, making them digital? Like, you want to make this comic, but you have absolutely no skill set for it yet. Like, you can draw, but you've never drawn comics. It is kind of like, how about you do something instead of taking one of your, like, your babies, your, your prize stories... And starting with that, how about you make something completely different? It's its own thing. And it's simple, simple as all get out, but you use it to learn how to post to a website. How would you scan the artwork in and make it a digital format? How would you keep up with it? Like how, like how, how do you deal with the deadline? So it was kind of a trial run (laughs) is how it started Mm. for other comics, but it was for me to kind of figure out how do I do this thing called web comics? The biggest part for me was trying to figure out how simple I needed to be. And like in the very first couple panels, almost like the first like two months, you can tell I had an idea what the style was, but it wasn't fully set yet. Like it's not the style that it is now. It's, it's a very clear style to my little stick figures now and how I like represent things now but in the beginning it was very very <laughs> uh work in progress <laughs> but yeah so it really was just a test to see if I could do comics if I could keep up with it and then now it's just this thing that I love <laughs> it's like a little child that I'm a proud of <laughs> when you started it did you have a time goal of like I'm gonna do this for two months so I'm gonna do this for a year like did you have that kind of time um, goal in mind to, to try and keep up uh I think in the first couple of weeks I didn't I was just trying to figure out how the website works was I doing it right how was I uploading like how did that work and then I put on the goal after a couple of weeks so I was like okay I'm gonna do this for a year I'm gonna do this every day 
for a year and see if I can stick to it. And I, I surprisingly did. <laughs> so a wow. whole year went down and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a second year. And I think that was when I actually did uh, like a Sunday comic or I did like Sunday story mm-hmm. times and it was like a little bit bigger. They were a different type of story format. That one I did on purpose to get a little bit better at drawing more detailed comics, but I was doing it by still updating my life in comics. So I was kind of using it to do two birds in one stone. And yet I got through that whole other year. So I had like two full years under my belt with this comic. And it kind of shocked me because I never thought at first that it was going to be something that had been around for several years or that it was something that would still be active. Like at first I thought I was going to run out of things to say. <laughs> like <laughs> the life doesn't stop. So, <laughs> and so much. Oh happens. yeah. That was how I kept yeah. up with you. Of like, how, how is she doing? Cause you know, your yes, flooded that whole and thing was on like, you changed jobs. So many job and- changes. Ugh. So many things. And it was, I think that's just what was so captivating. And and through that, you talk about struggling to find time mm. for art and trying to do life and having it be yeah. crazy and all this stuff. And it was just like, this is a big well, thing. Well, and it's funny because it's like, you're a friend. So you, you can kind of see me and like midget and like um like all these other people that you know you can kind of see them in the comics Mm -hmm. but like there's people out there who have never met me but they still like you're getting a glimpse into who I am you're getting a glimpse into what my life actually looks like what I have to deal with on a daily basis like and it's I think there's something like you get a little hug (laughs) like because it's like you're part of my life now (laughs) like (laughs) I do Mm -hmm. know you, so I don't have the perspective of a stranger, but I feel like it's really relatable because I, I know you and yeah, I can picture all the faces of all the people (laughs) around you, but there were still things if it's like, you know, things with your Mm. job or things that I don't see when I see you. And it was, I just think it's really relatable. That's good. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so relatable. Sometimes I am concerned that like, it is my life in comics and my life isn't going to necessarily line up with everybody's life. So I am concerned that there's going to be like some, some little comic blurbs here and there that nobody gets. And they're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I guess that's a story of like. Uh, but that's but it is something that is from my life like so it's like I'm being honest with you this happened like (laughs) I think it's beautiful how honest you are yeah again that's where it's just like this beautiful honesty about life and all the ups and downs Mm -hmm. and it's it's so great I I could gush about (laughs) my life in comics for a long time um I I do want to ask about your other art too (laughs) in your darker Mm -hmm. art wolves creatures wearing skulls dragons those things are very prominent Mm -hmm. and I want to know if you can share what is your relationship with some of these images and symbols what do they mean to you okay so definitely like the this wolf that has a skull face instead of like a normal wolf face it was something that kind of blew up on Instagram for a little bit with other artists that I was following and so I just kind of fell in love with it because I love wolves and I mm-hmm. started drawing it a lot. And at first it was just kind of like, ooh, this is a cool creature to draw. And I love drawing creatures. But um, more recently, 
it has kind of delved its way into how I express things that I'm going through on a mental or emotional basis. And a lot of the times it ends up being that either like I've drawn images of like angels hugging this creature. I've drawn images of this Mm. creature being shot at by a bunch of arrows and it's crying. There's a lot of different times where this, this creature is in a position of pain. And I realized that, Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm identifying myself as this creature and this is the pain that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I think a part of it, why I associate it to being like this, there's a skull face, but the creature's alive still. <laughs> like I am alive. Mm-hmm. I am a person that is alive, but I really identify as being broken. And like mm-hmm. with art, I have a chance of visually showing that. And I feel like having the face just being stripped away yet still having the feeling behind it. It's kind of like, I don't even want to show my face half the time because I feel horrible about myself or I feel horrible about what I'm going through. And so I just feel like I am this broken creature that doesn't deserve to look you in the eye. And I think I just kind of relates then to this, like this creature who doesn't have eyes, doesn't really have a face because it's just a skull, but you still feel for it there's still pain that you want to like give this creature a hug you want to shield it from the arrows and you want it to like be better and get better and like I don't know it just kind of slipped in there and like it just started fitting where it was like I identify myself with this wolf skull creature where I'm just trying to make my way through life I'm, I'm broken but you know what I'm still alive so I'm still gonna try to get through things I think that's what's really been touching me about your darker mm-hmm. art. The theme yeah. of pain. And then I, I don't know if other people really experience mm. it this way, but uh, I have always thought of emotional pain as also yeah. physical pain. I, I once did a whole series of drawings of like the different kinds mm. of pain. And it was, you know, these yeah. hearts that were frozen oh, or broken imagery. or stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I feel like you really tapped mm. into that, at least for me, of showing pain and also compa- yeah. like the compassion and the the mm-hmm. ugly and the beautiful mixing yeah. up together. It's, it's all tangled well, up it's, in there. I, I don't know. Like, a lot of my dark art kind of was influenced by me making that coloring book, The Color My Dark Soul, where it's a bunch of these creatures. All of them have skull faces, but there's like angels trying to like comfort them. And like, they're just kind of just trying to survive. But there's all this Zen tangle around them. And it's like beautiful, but it's dark. Life isn't all hearts and roses. <laughs> it really isn't. And I feel no. like I don't want to be a person who lies to myself and say that it is when it's not. And I do think mm. that there's a lot of people out there. It might be a coping mechanism for them to get through something. So it's like, great, you're able to like get through the day because you think life is all hearts and flowers, but that's not going to make it better. You have to look it in the face. Mm-hmm. You have to see, look, these things suck. Things are broken. Things Things aren't great. And yet, because we can look at that in ourselves, we're able to grow. We're able to fix things. You're not ever going to be perfect. You're still going to be a broken creature. You're still going to feel pain. But it doesn't mean that you can't have a beautiful life in growing in your pain, like growing out of it and like dealing with it. And I feel like there's so much redemption in that. Like there's, it's dark, but there's hope. 
There's like something healthy about acknowledging mm-hmm. the ugly and the painful, but it's not this yes. pit of darkness. There's mm-hmm. a light at the other end and yeah. there's redemption. And I, I think that's powerful. It, it is. And that's also something where you can't necessarily have hope and redemption unless you see that there is a darker side to things. Like you, you can't have the light mm. without the dark. So they go hand in hand. I really do admire you as a person, as my friend, and as an artist. And I wanted to ask, what would you like to share about your art and your journey as an um, artist? Like advice type thing or anything? Okay. Anything. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say one big thing about my journey as an artist, and it's something that's still going on, is I'm still learning. <laughs> it does not matter how good I get in one subject or one um, supply, like whether it's ink or paint or anything, I'm still improving. I'm still learning. It's never going to be a thing where I'm like, Oh, I made it. I don't have to do anything else. Like uh, this, this is the, as far as I go, I don't think that's ever going to be a thing that I say. (laughs) And I think that's something that you, regardless if it's drawing regardless if it's movie making uh writing music playing music like there is no i did it and there's nothing else i can do to get better you will always have room to improve you will always have room to succeed in other areas uh like so it's it's one of those things where don't stop trying don't stop improving. Don't stop practicing. Don't stop creating just because you think, oh, I, I peaked. I, I, I made it. Like, there's no such thing as that. You can always, always be improving yourself. And that's just something I learned for myself. But I also think it's something that other people need to realize. <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. Mm. So what do you have to plug? I know you have a yeah. couple different things. Well, um, so. I mean, if you guys want to follow along with any of my art journeys, I would definitely, yeah, de- they definitely do. <laughs> look me up on Instagram. Um, you can either look up my regular uh, art site, which is just my name, Rachel Artist. It's like Rachel underscore artist. It has all my um, Inktobers. It has like my uh, wildlife artwork, um, has my comic stuff. If you wanted my dark art that we kind of discussed where it's a little bit more mental health, emotional health type stuff, that would be my dark soul art. And there's underscores separating all the words. But either way, you can like even just type in my name, Rachel Salk, and it's R-E-C-H-A-E-L. Sadly, there's an extra letter in there, <laughs> but you will be able to find me with either <laughs> of those. Um, if you wanted any of my other links, because I have a lot to my comics, my Facebook, my Etsy, I would just suggest going to rachelsalk.com. It's my website. It's going to have all the links to literally everything. <laughs> it's a lot easier than just here's this and here's this and here's this. <laughs> I will have links to yes. as many of those and, uh, as possible yeah, and I, in the and description. I'd love to have you guys long for the adventures. I'd love comments from people. So if you wanted to say something and start a conversation, I'm here for that too. So, <laughs> Well, and thank you for sharing what is good feedback for you. Like we're all used to yeah. just liking something, but to have you say it means a lot if you see that yeah. someone shared it. I love uh, that. That gives us who 
maybe we can't necessarily support mm-hmm. you monetarily, but we <laughs> no. can do things to yes, just, help just support share. your art. I, I, I'm not a person who's going to be like, how dare you share this without my permission? Like, I, I, I made it. I know I'm the one who made it, but I want other people to see it. I want them to be inspired by it and I want them to be moved by it. So share it with your friends. I'd love, love that more than a like, you know? <laughs> Well, Rachel, you are talented and I love talking to you. I love talking. This was fun. I like, I do feel like I was talking a lot more than you though. So we need to make sure it's a little even next time. (laughs) Oh, that, that's the point. The point was to have you talk, but yes, you are welcome back next time. And we'll make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Patchwork Girl and Friends. You can help make the show better by supporting me on Patreon. My Patreon supporters get access to cool benefits like early access to commercial-free episodes and behind-the-scenes features. Just look for Patchwork Girl Productions on Patreon.com. Next time on The Patchwork Girl and Friends. I decided to go back to school and earn my bachelor's in film, and here we are. (laughs) The big reason why... You know, I wanted to be a filmmaker and why I I made card tricks and why I want to make other films like that where I can incorporate magic or I can include things that you don't see in in our world. Well, it's, it's obvious to me that you have talent and passion for making film that's about wonder and magic and you're doing it 